guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I hope you guys are doing really well and had an amazing Christmas. We have four epic, amazing adventure stories to share with you again this week. So before we get into this episode's story, here is a quick word for the grown-ups. Okay, so today's story request comes from Mackenzie, and she would like a story where she gets lost with her brother Tana, and they find my studio, and they meet a bunch of the story characters, including me. Well, this is a very interesting idea. We liked this one very much. So we hope that you love your story, Mackenzie and Tana. And yeah, everybody else too. Are you guys ready? Are you steady? Let's go. Mackenzie and Tanner were lost. They weren't quite sure how it happened, either. They had been invited to a friend's birthday, which, to their delight, was taking place in a large backyard with a bouncy castle, games, and lots of balloons. It had all gone wrong with a game of hide-and-seek. Mackenzie and Tana had rushed off towards the bottom of the yard, pushing past bushes and ducking behind tree trunks. They'd giggled with excitement the whole time, quite sure that theirs was going to be the best hiding place of all. But after a moment, they realized that they couldn't hear the party anymore, or see anyone else. They weren't even sure which direction they'd come from. They appeared to be in a wood, and had no idea which way to go. Slowly, they stepped over fallen branches and crunchy leaves, hoping to hear the sound of the party through the thick trees. That's when Mackenzie noticed a wall made of stone, with an archway leading to the other side. Is that somebody else's garden? asked Tana. I don't know, said Mackenzie, peering through the gap in the wall. I think it might be. The garden on that side of the wall was very neat and tidy. Colorful flowers bloomed on neatly trimmed bushes, and there was a beautiful lawn of green grass. Let's see if we can find someone to help us, suggested Mackenzie, taking Tanner's hand. And they stepped through. They hadn't taken many footsteps across the lawn when the trees in front of them began to rustle as if a mighty wind was blowing. But Mackenzie and Tana could feel no wind. The trees continued to sway and shake until eventually a giant stepped out onto the lawn, brushing leaves, twigs, and a couple of squirrels from his jacket. Goodness me, what's this? He said, looking down at the two children. Hello, small people. Mackenzie looked up at the giant as he plucked an old bird's nest from his beard. Um, hi, she said. Me and my brother are lost. We were at a party and we can't find our way back. 
goodness, that's no good now, is it? Said the giant. We need to do something about that. Follow the stony path to the big oak tree. You'll see a house there. They'll be able to help you. Thank you, chorused Mackenzie and Tana together, and with a wave, headed off down the path. Buzzing bees busied themselves above their heads, and the children were quite sure they saw at least two pixies ride past on the back of birds. At one point, a hedgehog crossed the path, carrying a basket of mushrooms. Good afternoon, she said before ducking beneath a bush. What an odd place, said Tana. Mackenzie nodded and squeezed Tanner's hand, for they had arrived at the large oak tree, and it was very large, very large indeed. What was most surprising was that the house the giant had mentioned wasn't beside the tree. But built up amongst its branches, a staircase encircled the tree trunk, and coming down the stairs was the unusual sight of a bear, walking on her rear legs and wearing a pink tutu. "Hello, children," said the bear. "Can I help you?" "We're lost," explained Tanner. "Ah," said the bear. Head up on those stairs and ring the bell. You'll find help there. Thank you," said Mackenzie. And so the children climbed the stairs, arriving at the front door. They found a thick rope that had a little brass sign that said "Pull me." Tanner did just that. Bells chimed and tinkled throughout the house, and a moment later, the heavy door was opened by a skeleton. Hi," said the skeleton. "Come on in." "We're lost," said Tana, and they stepped inside. "No, you're not," said the skeleton. "I know exactly where you are, so you can't be lost. You're right here." Tana scratched his head. "But we need to get back to the party," explained Mackenzie. "People might be worried about us." Don't you worry about that," said the skeleton. "We'll sort you out. Come this way." Tanner and Mackenzie followed the skeleton down a corridor lined with books, up a flight of stairs, and up to a door. Ah, the light's not on, so she's not recording at the moment. We can go in," said the skeleton. "Who's she?" asked Mackenzie. But the skeleton didn't seem to hear. They were going inside. Behind the door was a recording studio, and there was a lady with long dark hair sat on a stool in the middle of the room, reading a sheet of paper. She looked up as the children entered. "Hello," she said with a smile. "Well, who do we have here?" "Ah,、uh, I'm Mackenzie," said Mackenzie, "and this is my brother Tanner." Oh, nice to meet you both," said the lady. "I'm Lucy." Mackenzie gasped. "I recognize your voice," she said. "You read the stories on my favorite podcast." I laughed. "That's nice to know, Mackenzie. Thank you. Yes, that's me." And the bear in the tutu? She was in the story about the ballerina bear," 
said Mackenzie excitedly. And you're the skeleton that escaped from the museum, grinned Tanner, staring at the walking pile of bones that had shown them in. The skeleton nodded. And this is where I record the stories, I said, holding my arms wide and spinning round on my stool. Amazing, said Mackenzie. I can't believe we're really here. Oh, how lucky we found you. Can you get us back to the party? asked Tanner. I smiled at them both. Of course. All we need is a story to help you get there. A story? asked Mackenzie. That's right, I said. The wonderful thing about stories is that they can take you anywhere. All we need is the right story for you two, and it should be here any moment. No sooner had I finished speaking when there was a tap on the window. The children were really happy to see the head of a Brachiosaurus looking in at them, and in its mouth were three sheets of paper. I crossed the studio, opened the window wide, and collected the paper with a thank you to the dinosaur. Okay, I said, this looks like just what we need. Why don't you two children take a seat on my comfy couch and we'll get to work. The children did just that. The recording studio was two rooms, and on the other side of a large sheet of glass, Mackenzie and Tana could see a control room full of computer equipment and switches. Operating all the equipment was an octopus. Are you ready, Squidgy Dave? I asked. The octopus held up an arm, curled up to look like a fist with a thumb held upwards. With a nod, I began to read. Mackenzie and Tanner were lost. They weren't quite sure how it happened either, I read. As I continued, Mackenzie and Tanner listened intently at how they'd got lost in the woods at the back of the garden, walked through the stone arch, met a giant, found the big house in an even bigger tree, and then met me. They then heard about how they were asked to sit on a comfy couch. People were always losing things down the back of couches, and I suggested that if Mackenzie and Tana had lost their way, perhaps they'd find it again between the couch's cushions. Moments later, Mackenzie and Tana couldn't remember if they'd actually crawled through the back of the couch or if they just heard me reading about them doing so. But either way, they suddenly realized they were no longer in the recording studio. They were behind a sheet of fabric, kneeling on grass, and could hear their friends calling their names. Mackenzie lifted the edge of the fabric, and the pair of them crawled out from under the table where the birthday food was displayed. There they are, shouted some of the children. There was so much cheering and laughter. Mackenzie and Tanner are the hide-and-seek winners. The rest of the party was full of fun. But Mackenzie and Tanner didn't tell a soul where they'd really been or who they'd met. But we know who they'd seen, don't we? The End